0: anybody care to lax welcome back to the crease dive today is friday august 2nd and well the pll is on another bye week so with that being the case we have a special little episode in store for everyone here now before i tell you all what it is i should preface that there's going to be a few of you on both ends of the age spectrum that are probably going to feel a little lost out here um i feel like the majority of the audience this episode is going to uh be of the utmost importance to you because this just captured your entire lives between the years of let's just say like 2006 to 2011 all right so i'll I'll quit beating around the bush here we have the fellas from the facebook group 90 percent of lax is in the flow um So, again, for anyone who, you know, maybe if there are some, like, younger listeners out there, they're like, what the hell is this shit that we're talking about right now? Like, this is, like, it wasn't first-generation internet, you know, but, like, this was still early internet. Like, this was right after, like, MySpace. Uh, So, this was, like, the first wave of Facebook coming in. And you know there were these groups where you know I mean people were popping off on Facebook early on, um, and so this this group pops up. Ninety percent of lax is in the flow, and that right there again, like two thousand six ish is probably where it really started to kind of get a huge audience. And then by like two thousand eight, it was like the place to go if you were a lacrosse player, especially in the Northeast, but like a lacrosse player nationwide. Um, you know, and people would just go in there, post pictures of themselves. Uh, you know, just showing off the lettuce, showing off the flow, showing off the stees, and get absolutely fucking roasted in the comment section. Uh, I mean, it was it was the wild west of the internet, and like this was before Twitter, this was before Instagram, this was before there were like a bunch of different like lacrosse centric websites. So like this is this predated all of that shit like if this happened maybe like 3 4 years later um i it, it would either be huge or it, like i don't really know if it would work out the same being just like people are way too sensitive nowadays so like you couldn't just like go in there and absolutely torch someone in the comments without like i don't know someone getting offended and then you getting doxxed and then like you getting kicked off a team or whatever um it, it's kind of it was just a like that it, it was just simpler times on lacrosse internet. and uh, the fact that we were able to get these guys to come on the podcast and the fact that they were so willing to come on and just tell their story, um, I feel like this episode right here is just going to be a huge piece of lacrosse history um, because these guys were legends. They still are, um, but the Facebook group, again, anyone who's probably between the ages of like, 24 to like 32 right now um you know maybe 24 to like 35 I'll, I'll give i'll give it like a little bit later um you know anyone who's between those ages who played lacrosse growing up they know that this facebook group meant everything to them at one point in their lives so uh without further ado let's just kick it over to mike brett and bear the boys from 90 percent of lax is in the flow Oh, one last thing. I should mention that we recorded this interview with five different people on the call at the same time from four different locations. So if you're going into this expecting some like award-winning audio quality, just don't hold your breath on that, okay? It's it's not terrible, but it's not like fantastic either. So just deal with it. All right, and joining us right now, this right here is a little uh round table of lacrosse history, a moment that has been long, long overdue. We have the gentleman behind the 90% of lax is in the flow Facebook group. We've got Mike, we've got Brett, we've got Bear, the founding fathers of 90 percent on the mics. Boys, uh, I mean, first off, thanks for coming on the show, but most importantly thank you for your major contribution to early internet lacrosse.
1: <laughs> we, we gotta thank you for appreciating it still. What has it been? It's 15 years, right? About?
2: Give it I a would save. say, it's yeah. A nice
0: yeah. yeah I mean i I feel like i've i probably the last time I probably looked at it was high school, so two thousand and ten. so no matter what we're coming up close on a decade here um i I'm looking I'm looking i, I have the tab pulled up right now. We're still seeing some posts in like two thousand and eleven um so you know eight years since like the last time someone made contact with that page and uh hey it's it's it's, it's a it's a living legend though.
3: I but it's a like 2013 or 2014 poster myself. It was kind of my farewell to uh high school <laughs> across through a little uh memoriam up there.
2: I actually I saw somebody um they they dropped a pick of Ryan Drenner in there from like his you know that momentous Towson run uh, uh, that they had me during the run. <laughs> yeah.
1: like, this kid is just killing it. And I was like, yeah, I gotta post this <laughs> number one, he's killing it. Towson's sick and they're still sick. <laughs> And he had that sick hair. I was like, someone's got to do
2: something about this. <laughs> well, you know, we really appreciate you guys coming out here. Um, this this Facebook group for the younger listeners, and I know that you're out there. You're like, who the fuck are these guys, and what the fuck was this about? <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> and you're like, what? Like, what? Are they, who are these guys? Well, these are basically like the Avengers of flow. If you had to, if you had to say, um, you know, so so take us back. All right, take us all the way back. Tell us how it started. What 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 was your goal starting out? And uh, what I mean, just tell us about it, dude. We need a, we need some sort of oral history. You know, where did Bear come in? You know, because his I name he's saying, basic exactly. he's basically fucking Bear Brink is a made up name. Like I'm, I'm to be absolutely <laughs> honest, it's not real. So like that it, it's absolutely not real. So just you know, s- s- that's somewhere to start. I think today. Hey man, that's on my business card these days. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll let the older guys take this one away. I, I definitely came onto the scene a little bit later than, uh,
1: than the veterans. So, so. I, I'll i give you the breakdown because I was part of the original crew. I wasn't even part of the original, original crew. So this is where it started. It started at Gettysburg College. Uh, I think it was 2000, let's call it six. I'm pretty sure I was a freshman or sophomore in college to so 2006, 2007. Mm-hmm. I went to Villanova. I was playing at Villanova, but my high school girlfriend went to Gettysburg. So I was spending a lot of time at Gettysburg. I had a couple friends on the lacrosse team there, a bunch of good guys. Uh, I think you would say Trip Dyer. I'm going to give him the credit for (laughs) (laughs) actually His name was Trip Dyer. So obviously it makes sense. He started it. He had sick flow. Uh, The original shirt I still have was a picture of him on the back. But he started the group with... uh, couple Gettysburg kids I know Tommy Kehoe was a big guy in that at the time major, uh, name, major player yeah big, Tommy had big, big flow he, he had a good career but uh they started it it was kind of doing its thing and I was around so much and I at the time was rocking mean flow I was like one of the original guys like I was the only guy at Villanova with it and I got shit for it but my friends <laughs> at Gettysburg were like you gotta get this kid involved just cause you know, he's living the life too. He's living the lifestyle. So he needs to be involved to try to help spread it. So they brought me on pretty early. So I was part of that original group and it just, I don't even know how, but it just caught fire and just started going and it got huge. And before we know it, every kid you who plays lacrosse knows what it is. And it's hilarious and still can't <laughs> believe it. And, it was strong for a while brett and i were talking about this we were saying we we're about five years too early for social media to catch on and actually like make something of it like i don't know money maybe i could we could have been
3: rich
4: yeah you know no, that could have been my
1: we we're the original lacrosse influencers i guess you could say before influencers meant anything but uh it went on for a while i sold some t-shirts i made you might have some other shitty t-shirts i made in college i think brett made a couple you know made a couple hundred bucks here and there and then it kind of i graduated got older got a job had all that shit. so i was like hey brett you're still younger you want to take this on and then bear i was like yeah you guys (laughs) i'm over it like you know kehoe and i tried to kind of keep it going after college and like try to make it a business and we we put some efforts into it we had a thing with bro bible we were writing articles we made some shirts like i said but at the end of the day we we're like eh just you know fuck it this is too hard <laughs> we're on our way out we're we'll get- you <laughs> so much with men's <laughs> we gotta get a real job i'll give it to these younger kids and they can do what they want and that's kind of
2: where i left it so where did where did bear come in and, and- Brett Brett,
3: Brett predated me man let's go in uh, yeah let's let's go let's let's hear from Brett
5: yeah I mean so I I grew up I started playing in fourth grade out in Ohio so I was in more of a lacrosse hotbed than than Kansas City where I eventually moved for high school and by that time I mean I'm just I'm straight up lax rat I I really am like love love the culture loved everything about it um also huge on social media too I've got like 500 followers so if you want to fuck (laughs) with me (laughs) Uh, no, I mean, I just. I, was Louis, hey, pl- like,
0: plug away. Give us the at.
5: No, I'm not giving you. I don't, I don't <laughs> people, people know where to find me. But no, I, I found that group. I mean, you know, being in such a small across area, you, you need as much exposure to the sport as you can get. I found it on Facebook. I had like four or five buddies that were into it too, and that was like, we'd go shoot. We'd be on the flow group, just fucking around all the time. Like, it, I mean, it was just, it, it all of a sudden became part of me because it became a huge troll on there. And and here's the big thing, right? Like back then, man, you couldn't hide behind an Instagram handle or a Twitter handle or anything. Facebook is your, is, was your profile. And the only people on Facebook were people that were in high school and older. So you're posting shit that is directly connected to your name, to your face, to everything. <laughs> Yo,
0: let me, let me <laughs> jump, let me jump in here real quick. Cause yeah. I, that right there is, Perfect segue to, you'll, you'll be able to get right back into it, but like 90% of lax is in the, like, that's where I learned for the first time that the lacrosse gods are real and they are motherfuckers because dude, I'd be in there. So this was high school, probably like my junior year of high school. Mm -hmm. And I see this picture of this kid and I'm like, "Oh, I am going to rip the shit out of this yeah. kid." This kid, dude, this kid was wearing these shoulder pads like uh it was back like warrior warrior made these shoulder pads that had these massive fucking shoulder caps. Yep. Dude, so I, I still remember like I I got in there. I was like, "This fucking kid, I was like, "Hey, buddy, like take off the fucking shoulder caps. The sky's not going to fall. You're going to be okay." <laughs>
3: All season's over well so here so this is
0: where i know that the lax gods are real like later that week i end up getting fucking buried in the game i break my collarbone i'm like Fuck, i probably could have used those shoulder caps i feel like a, a real prick right now
5: no that's hilarious and and that's it's funny from the perspective when you look at it as like a guy that plays lacrosse and a guy that was in that community almost like if you put a photo up there you had balls and if if you left that photo up there, you would get ripped to shreds. I mean, I remember, I remember the first photo I posted, I was like, oh, like I'm trying to connect these other little cross guys, like, you know, lax, lax, lax. I posted a photo and everyone, I mean, it was like 56 comments long. I mean, that's
4: 56. <laughs> and, and 50 of them are
5: positive. <laughs> yeah, that's 56 people <laughs> taking the time to be like, hey man, your socks aren't above your ankles. Why are you wearing warrior cleats with red spikes on I had them for football. Like, why is your jersey short? Why is your hair? like you know, four point? I mean, it would go it would go on and on. And if you look back on some of those photos, some of the best lacrosse troll comments I've ever heard. Um, and I'll get to this portion later. But it actually ended up, you know, I'm not saying I became like a I started changing myself because people on the Internet told me I looked like a fucking idiot. And I just started I just started endorsing lacrosse culture and seeing what other, you know, other people were doing and just being part of it. And if you look at photos and I'll talk about, I'm going to quiz you guys to see if you can name like probably the top five guys on there that have really, that are still on the lacrosse scene. I'm interested to see that started off as like just Facebook posters on 90% of the lags that just got fucking ripped to shreds. (laughs) But uh, yeah, no, I mean, you you can see the transition from my first photo to when I was playing through high school and college and, and everything. Um, It got really weird my senior year of high school when people started recognizing me at lacrosse
0: tournaments
2: that's when i was like okay <laughs> like <laughs> yeah you're gonna get murdered at one point yeah. or something hey
0: yeah. man pick out my fucking hair it's like uh dude I, I don't know i gotta i have like an hour before this game starts i have to go like running it <laughs> yeah right.
5: no i knew it, yeah it, I, I i don't know how people like jordy you have a pretty big following and people might i mean one out of every 50 might recognize you in person but <laughs> I remember going to like top two hundred five out here, and people being like, "Oh, you're Brett Wilson, huh?" And I'm like, "Oh, this is fucking awkward, man. Like, <laughs> you're that." Asshole I just dude. I live I live behind a computer in my parents' big ass basement. Like, I don't need to be I don't need to be blasted in person.
4: <laughs> uh.
5: Um, but yeah, in terms of the flow group, I mean, when I was in it, I, you have to think of like Mike and the other guys. All those guys were in college, right? They were doing shit. They didn't have time to be on that twenty four seven and I like to think I had an entrepreneurial mind. I was like, well, I'm already endorsing this content a ton. Everyone knows who I am because I shit on everyone. Like, maybe I'll start slinging some merch. So then um, when I was like 16 or 17, and this was back like right when Pro Athletics started making all that, like the Killer bees stuff that Jerry did. Yeah, yeah, you you know, like on lacrosse forms. that's the OG, that's the OG last rap Used to sell stuff. Um, I got with Jerry and actually he designed them, but I told him what I wanted to look like. Like we were kind of, he designed them, but I was kind of the influencer behind them. And before I knew it, I, I, dude, I sold like, I think I sold like over a hundred of those things out of my parents' living room, like packaging, selling them online, all that stuff. So that created some, uh, that created some issues with people that had potentially founded the group at one point, but you know, (laughs) dude, I was 16, had a great idea, was, was part of the active culture was the big thing. And then Mm -hmm.
0: You basically have Mike and his Gettysburg buddies being the Winklevoss twins to your Zuckerberg yeah. at that point. Yeah, well,
5: that's that's what they think they were.
1: <laughs> we, we're living, I mean, and Brett's from Kansas, so you know you give him a lot of shit for that too, because yeah. you know Kansas. <laughs> but uh, we were all. I mean, all the kids from Gettysburg and I were all from Jersey, Connecticut. You know, like the hotbeds and all that shit. Shout out Mountain Lakes, New Jersey. Five <laughs> high school. I was. Like her.
0: I was actually just about to say because I I decided to pull up the Facebook group for the first time in a while today, and I'm scrolling down. And first off, it's a lot of Steel Stanwick, which makes a ton of sense. Like, but one of the first pictures of like an actual high school kid I see, couple of Mountain Lakes, and I was like, dude, that I, I didn't know that you were from Mountain Lakes, but I was like, that's just fucking perfect. Like, if there's one high school yep. to show up at the very like top of ninety percent of his of lax is
1: in the flow mountain lakes being right there was perfect yeah. if you know mountain lakes have you ever been to mountain lakes it's it's a joke but it's also not a joke it's like the ultimate lacrosse town it's a lot of, you know a lot of rich white kids who pick up a stick when they're born and that's all you do and it's a good time but uh i could tell you one thing the high school coach fucking hates sweet laxin
4: yeah. <laughs> uh, we, we didn't get along that well at certain times.
3: oh my god
0: all right, well, then, Bear, I guess that makes you uh, you up next here.
3: Um, yeah, so Brett out of me as a moderator. Uh, a little ways into his moderating career. Um, moderated yeah. the
4: fan of that group.
3: <laughs> so I, I just been posting a lot and obviously uh, chiming in on the colorful discussions that happen on every photo. And, I don't know, name probably stood out a little bit. Um, you think? So I, I was down in Florida at the time, which is like a totally non-hotbed area. Um, but we had St. Andrew's school um, just down the road. And I actually ended up transferring there um, shortly thereafter. Um, but yeah, I mean, like the, the whole flow culture, I, I really got put onto it by St. Andrew's guys. We all come together and play uh, Team Florida in the, middle of, um, in the middle of the summer. And that was always an awesome experience. And those guys were always crushing it. They were always a major part of that team. And they always definitely looked the best. Uh, Felt the best and probably played the best there, so they're real trendsetters. You had kids like Jordan Lake, you had like Taco Mahler, you had Jay Wentley, Stephen Real, all these guys that like completely predated us. I mean, we had like Lee Coppersmith, and that guy had insane swag. He went to Hopkins; he was an incredible player. Um, they kind of just like they, they 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 set it all up for us. <laughs> and, uh, I don't
4: know any of these guys.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know any of these guys. I mean, these are guys that were from St. Andrews and posted a ton in that group. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> but that being said, I mean, I think St. Andrews had like a pretty decent grasp on like the credit of uh, that. Bear, I gotta jump
5: in. There was like one moment where St. Andrews stood out so much to me. And I don't know if you guys remember this. Chapman had just dropped Chapman yeah, was like the, the striped jersey team on the fucking planet. The and they dropped, they dropped the white helmets with dark gray and like light gray rugby jersey, Nike jerseys, white shorts and i was like i mean this is all time teams at the time were doing that and then bear had one hung like two days later <laughs> i was like I,
0: <laughs> I, I i do remember that switch when that happened and i was like oh dude yeah. these kids and fuck and then you like look down at the grass that they're playing on like meanwhile i'm in philly playing on like basically concrete and i'm like these kids have it figured out like yeah. that's fucking nice like people can shit on florida lax all they want but these guys look good.
5: Yeah. Good lighting. Barrow is like good lighting in his photos. I'll give that
4: to you. Right. Uh, I had a great photography <laughs> team.
3: You know, My mom was out there with the big lenses. Take, take some awesome photos <laughs> just so I could post them on the internet and talk trash to strangers. <laughs> oh, um, gosh. yeah. So I was in Florida at St. Andrews. Those guys, I don't know, set the tone, set the trend. And, uh, I followed suit and then shortly after moved into the prep school, uh, atmosphere laxosphere whatever you want to call it and that's all she wrote man um it was always about killer hair and just having awesome swag
1: and that was about it man <laughs> <laughs> uh so you,
4: didn't, actually,
1: you didn't explain the name you gotta go through that first it can't be your real name
3: uh Bear is not my real name but it is what i've gone by since
2: uh since birth i knew it yeah we that, that we we all knew that you, you weren't gonna you're <laughs> get that past us um the other we show, yeah we don't need to dox you for your complete real name here. yeah we're not we're not gonna do that we're not, um, we're not a doxing podcast <laughs> dude i'm just I, i'm i'm taking a stroll down memory lane right now and this this is just i mean there's Brendan fowler in here like this is yeah. this is incredible um so i'm a big player profile guy right jordy knows this i i actually do the the all flow team for pro bible every year and they've yet to post it this year which is just fucking, epic
4: post, dude. Fucking,
2: uh, fucking annoying you haven't posted it's yet this fun. year so brandon if you're listening please post it but it's epic i love it so much but the thing is and i need i need you guys to back me up here there is a huge difference between flow and having nice hair okay, okay. like okay. there is more there is more involved to just flow because every year people get on me they're like this guy got why didn't this guy make it? Well, he just has long hair. Like there's nothing, there's nothing there's no art to that, right? The if you put on a helmet, it just looks like you look like fucking Conbro chill. All right. There's there's oh, no, 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 no Combro
0: no Chill. Warm. chill is yeah.
2: good. You don't, don't want to
0: look like Joe Dirt where it's just like true, you, true. Okay, it, Joe Dirt's a just, better example. It's just you haven't got a haircut. Conbro chill. As eccentric as he may be, had some fantastic hair. So I will not allow you to slander it right here. <laughs> thank,
2: you, thank you. Thank you. All right, Con. All right, Connor. If you'd like to come on the podcast to discuss, we can discuss. But ultimately, I need you to back me up here that there's a huge difference and there always has been between flow and having nice hair. You know, that's a toss. That that's a layup for you right there. Of course there is. you remember
1: when this first started out? There was a, a news article. It was in like the Baltimore Sun or something like that. <laughs> and it really highlighted the balti. That's what they called it, the original balti. I think it was a Stanwick, honestly, at Boys Latin, like because the Stanwicks killed it. All of them did. They had the ultimate balti, and that's what it was. It's like it wasn't that long, but it had. It was the right length. It had the little feathering at the end. You know, it had the flow, and it wasn't just the, like ball,
0: said, the balti. Had that stupid little swoop
1: in the front as yeah, well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like that was more like an Alabama no. football guy thing, no. but. Yeah, a little bit of that.
0: Yeah, yeah, well that that is like two a days. That's like a Hoover High type of thing. But it also <laughs> but it also was the ball because I I can remember this article too. It probably was a fucking standwell because there's like 500 of them running around. Uh all friends of the program, not a big deal. But they definitely had that swoop as well. So it, it's yeah. I guess I guess like Baltimore lacrosse could kind of be considered like like the SEC
1: of the lacrosse world. It could have been born. I think Flo might have been born there if you're talking lacrosse. I mean, no one's gonna not say Baltimore Laxers are pretty sweet. Yeah, no, I agree. They, you know, I'm from Jersey, and it's hard to say, but they only shoot high to high, low to high, <laughs> no bounce shots ever. One handed, yeah, God and, forbid. And with many <laughs> Maryland kids of my day never, never seen a bouncer out of any of them. <laughs> they might not ever leave the state of Maryland in their entire life, but you know, they're good lacrosse players.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And uh, <laughs> dude, oh my god. <laughs> I can't, I just can't believe that because like we're at a time in the lacrosse world right now where like people are so desperate to try to like break out of that, like lax bro culture. Like people are like, Oh, like we don't, you know, like people bitch, like, you know, and like the PLL would like, again, we're huge fans of it here on the podcast. Mm -hmm. I think everyone who's a lacrosse fan should be a fan of it, Mm -hmm. but like people keep saying like, Oh, well like the PLL is doing what they can to to get rid of that laxbro culture and i don't it it's just like like not that long ago places like the baltimore sun were writing articles about how fucking dope flow was and like I, yeah. I it just it saddens me to see that in It feels like forever, but it really is like a short amount of time. Now people are like, well, let's, and like, granted, they have a point to an extent. Like, I don't think that, like, I'm glad that we got rid of like all like the crazy colors. Uh, Mm -hmm. I I like the neons. I'm glad that we're getting away from like the fucking Argyle shorts that you could buy at any single summer tournament. The adrenaline socks, the adrenaline socks, like that stuff we can move away from calling pads, the Mac daddy. But, (laughs) but like, Don't get mad at a lacrosse player for having super fucking sweet hair in 2019 and also dressing nice and just saying like, oh, you're perpetuating Laxbro culture. It's like, well, no, the dude just looks cool as hell.
5: Yeah. And like one thing that I, I mean, you have to remember, like, it's actually funny. I've gotten a lot of shit from my, I went to Wittenberg University, played four years there, D3. People knew me going into that school on the team. So automatically fucking hated me. Like I probably trashed. Five or six guys already on the team and didn't even know about it from shit they put in the group. Um, it was really funny, though, when I figured out that the guys that were hate on, hating on me the most, that they had actually posted in the group. So, I mean, they they just gave me a ton of shit for it. But the one thing I always say about that group is it might not have been the most positive you know, output of lacrosse players, but it was one of the few brands, if you want to call it a brand at the time, that was making people think, talk, and actually go play lacrosse too. Like people that were active in the sport. There's nothing harder than than right now than getting people to always comment and like and share PLL shit. Right back then, it was like, I mean, we were getting a hundred comments a photo, which I, I don't even know what that would be equal to, and if we could actually see views of what we were posting on there. But what we were doing was positive to increase the the like overall kind of flow of the sport. But you know, it also promoted. Long hair, fucking socks, and, and crushing beers and chicks.
0: <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, t- taking inflation into consideration, the social numbers that you guys were working with were off
1: the charts. I think, I think prime time it was like 30,000 members from what I remember, mm-hmm. somewhere in the 30s.
3: Like 20K, I think it got up to like, which at the time was like ground. That was the most like incredible thing anyone would need seen. Yeah, the across the community
5: to have to have a facebook group with 30,000 members and probably i'm i'm honestly probably around i would say like 15 to 20,000 active like people actually alive on facebook viewing the group i mean
3: that's absurd <laughs> we had a lot of we had spam bots and accounts trying to get into it like no other. Like As a moderator, that was a real job rejecting all the spam accounts. Okay, like, we yeah. literally
1: accepted every person by <laughs> hand. It was, it was not
0: easy. You guys, you you guys are, are missing practices because you're <laughs> trying to get all these bots out of there. No wonder the coach hates you. It wasn't because of the hair. It was because you're wasting spending all this time blocking spam accounts.
1: And, and if kids were acting up, I would, I would ban them. Oh,
4: I, to, I was I not afraid, afraid to ban it, kid. You
0: know? I've 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 gotten the boot from the from the uh, from the group before. I definitely remember that. Oh
4: shit! <laughs> <laughs> you have to lose dry bones, man.
3: I can't imagine what you did to get
0: that. <laughs> I don't know. It would it would just be like me and like my other Philly area boys, like all crammed around a computer, like typing up like rough drafts on what to say to kids. And then by the time you have like eight dudes coming up with one chirp, it it gets pretty
2: reckless. Yeah, fucking good. fucking greasy ass Philly kids. Yeah.
4: <laughs> Yeah,
2: I, hate philly. I, hate philly. <laughs> I hate philly too sorry
0: so moving on from the love affair of philly uh you did mention this a little bit earlier and it's something that i was interested to before i brought you guys on like i want to know like what guys you remember seeing in the group that like we're still seeing their name today because like you, 30 000 followers like like there there's not a lacrosse is growing but there's still not like a ton of lacrosse players out there in the world so if you're getting thirty thousand people from the time between like 2006 to like 2012 there's some of the, there has to be some of those guys that are still like we you know jake said that he saw brendan fowler in there um so like who are some of the bigger names that you can remember being in the group that are still we, and we don't have to sewer the guy we don't have to be like oh yeah so and so was in here he was a fucking asshole when he was commenting <laughs> Just like who? Who do you remember seeing in there?
5: Bear, Bear, will probably be the best at any more modern guy. The the first three that group changed the lives of of really I want to say two people specifically. One was Connor Martin, who at the time he's a club guy out of fucking California. Yeah, his first photo he ever posted, he had high shorts, a wheelie, he had knee high socks that were black. I'll never yeah, I'll never forget this. Posted that, and I mean. When I say torched, like we actually considered deleting the photo. But- <laughs> uh, and before you knew it, like two years later, going in the MLL, the NOL, doing backflips off like the, off the boards. I mean, it was an incredible transition for that guy. Just
1: throwing weird concerts. Like yeah. what, what did that guy do? Yeah,
5: he, he totally rode the,
1: he rode the wave
5: of that because he transitioned that into an actual like musical, weird musical career. If you want to, I mean, I don't know.
2: <laughs> I mean, he did the Mikey Powell thing. Yeah, totally, totally. Exactly. The Mikey Powell thing. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jerry.
5: <laughs> um, the second guy you just had on, Jerry. I mean,
1: yeah. Oh, Jerry. Jerry's legend. a legend. 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 I listened to that podcast and I was a little disappointed. He did not give the flow much credit. I know. I know he's a bald guy. He's all about speed these days, but still, I mean, his handles flow. You got to like shout out a little bit. Yeah, he's I mean, he's,
0: he's got to just be like a. Like i don't know I, I feel like once you lose it like you just like push that memory deep deep down inside of you you can't remember the better days when you had luscious locks
5: he seems like a big back hair guy which when you're that bald you can probably you can probably call that flow i mean i really don't know but
3: it's um, geographic region you know what i mean
4: yeah yeah, yeah. that's
5: that's fair than that. But yeah, no. If you if you go back, he might have deleted him. But if you go back and you're able to find a photo that he first posted to when he posted his senior year at RIT and like when he was playing, and I think he was in Charlotte for a little bit too. Like, just a big. You could just tell there was a complete change in, in character and person and all that. And then the most recent guy that I can remember that was we just was like a random kid who ended up being really sick. I don't think he really ever grew great hair, but Patrick Young. Was at UMBC for a while and then transferred to Maryland and just torched it in Maryland. So, those are the three big ones that I remember. Wow. Mike, and we were some guys that used to play with wooden sticks and <laughs> Bear. I don't even fucking know some of his prep school boys, or something, but that's who I got.
3: Yeah, I feel like there's a lot of like prep school guys that uh, posted at least at least trash talk. I don't know if they necessarily posted photos, but uh, at least talked a lot of trash. Um, I mean, nobody really like the pro leagues or anything that I can think of that stand out still, but you know, a ton of those guys went on to play college lacrosse. Yeah. No. It's
1: hard to remember names, but I feel like if you ask anyone who played lacrosse and is between the ages of 20 and 35, and you bring up that group, they're like, yeah, I know what you're talking about.
2: Yeah, yeah. no, absolutely. Um, one of the ones that I actually remember, um, and I'm a, I'm a club lax guy. I, I played mm-hmm. in Georgia. Um, one no, of well, the ones that I... Yeah, one of the ones that I actually remember um, from that group, his name was Foster Bundy. Yeah, And and he posted all the time. And this dude went on to have a career at Arizona. Like, I think he scored over 200 points. Like, he had 90 points in a year or something like that. So, like, he kept it up. He went to, oh, I'm going to fucking lose it, MICDS.
5: Yeah, MICDS in St. Louis.
2: Yeah, he went to MICDS and he was I remember him posting little pics. He was a small guy in high school and then he turned into a, you know, a, a club lax star, but like, you know, that's it 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 permeated uh, you know, it wasn't just like, you know, high school like these guys kept it up, which was fucking sick to me. Mm-hmm. Um dude, I'm I'm just like I'm I'm still just like going I I scrolled, I did a big scroll and I'm looking at all these pics and like I I've liked them. i can i can can see that i've actually liked them still which is which is just wild to me um but it was before
1: instagram too so there's no pictures it was the only place really it's like your mom had to take the picture on the sideline and You had to like scan it to your computer
2: you to or plug a USB you know? into the
5: into the camera, into your computer, and and the was- shit
2: still had a watermark on it, and you yeah. Like, yeah, everything was still watermarked and shit, and like some of it was like JPEG, like a little blurry because you know you fucked up with the USB drive in your in your mom's computer yeah, yeah. and shit like that. Yeah. you know. So it was, um,
3: it was on the only media to I left uh, all her watermarks on all my photos, I'm pretty sure. Good shot, <laughs> never, never took them off. <laughs> but yeah to mike's point it was like
5: the only place at the time where people were sharing content of themselves i mean and the fact that it was mostly lacrosse players doing it was i mean that's still insane to think about it because now how many instagram accounts do you guys follow that are lacrosse specific oh so sick on un- underhand dodge 360 <laughs> the wickets, it was like back then you got credit off a of photo. <laughs> you could be the trashiest player on the team, but if you had nice gear, your hair was good, like you were getting mad props. And it it could be a
3: warm-up photo. Let's keep that in mind too. It could literally be a warm-up photo. <laughs>
0: Uh, Yeah, I mean, I feel like as long as you're a pole and like you like took off the penny, like while you're doing warmups and and you made it look like a real game scenario, you could go in there like you could probably catch yourself a scholarship just on the photo alone. Like there there had to have been some like assistant coaches in there who didn't have Dick else to do the rest of the day, probably checking it out, then sending out some scholarships their way and thinking like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be a head coach one day. Like, look at all these (laughs) sick ass kids I'm grabbing. Turns out you got got a team full of like flow bots, but none of them can actually play. Do you
5: guys remember when uh, Stevenson broke out the camo long sleeve warm up jerseys? Do Do yep. you ever Do you remember that phase of of lacrosse? Yeah,
4: oh, Stevenson.
5: Yeah nowhere with those and posted those and all of a sudden they're shooting fucking fireworks off it it's yeah people yeah. lost their marbles shout out
1: stevenson my younger brother went there and a couple of my friends and they they hit the scene hard they're hard. like we're just gonna fuck it up right now <laughs> scoop up all the kids who failed out everywhere else but are sick of playing lacrosse
4: <laughs> and we're just like gonna... onondaga yeah and we're gonna yeah. go
1: on a tear and they did and they killed it yeah Dude, they,
0: they they still get a little wild with their uniforms too. Like they're breaking out like the neon green out of nowhere. Everyone and they're uh, like they're, That's a team right there that they stay true to the roots. Like they're not a team that's looking to to move on from the culture at all. They know where their bread is buttered and they're still layering yeah.
1: up. Paul Cana the coach, and the guy's a maniac. He's a lacrosse maniac. <laughs> he's a
2: he's a legend. We've discussed yeah. him on here. He's he's got to be on the Mount Rushmore of 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 legends. I I, I would say. I was at Villanova at the
1: time, and my brother was at Stevenson, and he got so much more gear than me and, like, way sicker gear. I'm like, you're at this fucking D3 school no one's ever heard of until last year, and where is all this coming from? But, it, like, shooting off, money, bro? shooting off fireworks for goals and shit. And it's like, <laughs> God, <laughs> the players, they're shooting between the legs and fighting <laughs> people and talking shit the whole game. It was a good time. It was yeah. a good time in lacrosse.
2: You know, it was it was kind of like you know, like we had the Wild West on Facebook. We kind of had the Wild West, you know, between the years of like 2004 and 2010. You know, they, it was pretty wild. People were rocking like fucking, you know, CPXs and shit. Which, by the way, it's my favorite helmet of all time. I don't think my name, any better. My, I mean, name, my yeah, name. And There's no better helmet than a C, than a nice CPX. I think yeah, I still got it in my yeah. parents' basement. Um, so let I'm gonna I'm gonna pivot to something else. Um, we've been, Jordy and I, uh, have been commenting pretty, pretty consistently on the fucking awful sock thing that's been going on in the PLL. And some of these guys with just, they're wearing like pink socks with white cleats or the Redwoods wearing like these dark green socks with, it looks like a U11 game out there. It's honestly disgraceful. And I need to, I need, I need some validation from you guys that we're on the right track here because you know, you guys are like you know, Thomas Jefferson, Benjamin Franklin, and George Washington of of, of lacrosse, you know, influencing.
3: I, I 100% agree that is gross. And I think that is the biggest detriment the faces in uh, the 2019 season. I I discredit. So I'm like, we.
5: Mike and I, we'll, we'll get to how we became friends later, but like Mike and I still play pretty much year round. And when I see a kid out here, Stormtrooping with black socks and white shoes, I automatically discredit them. The I just, I do <laughs> that
4: yeah,
3: yeah. no Even then,
5: no way this kid is doing anything on this field. Um, yeah, no, I mean, there, Mike and I went to a PL, went to pl on the Sunday game, archers and Chrome last week. So we figured we'd have to talk about that. I have kind of a funny story. If you guys, I mean, it's. It's funny. You almost had to be there. But uh. yeah, but you're right. I <laughs> yeah. mean,
1: a lot of the teams are pretty swaggy. The uniforms are cool. Redwoods, eh. I I take more offense to them tucking in all their shirts. It's yeah. kind of like hiking up their shorts and tucking in the shirts. Yeah. Like, eh. Looks like they're rolling down the waistband on the shorts. Yeah. I don't know if they're just made yeah. that way. But Can't it's a it. weird look, and I'm, I don't really get it. But, it's you funny. know, they're a lot better than me. So, I mean, I can only talk so much shit. <laughs> And that's the thing, like, you could be shitty
5: at lacrosse, but if you see someone that looks horrible, you can, I mean, you can rip them. You can ab- <laughs>
3: <laughs> It's not about level. It never has been.
4: Mm-mm. Mm-mm.
3: People forget. Dude, so I, I want to know,
0: so speaking of just rip, is there anything more damning in the world than someone rock and and it doesn't really happen anymore i think that one that equipment companies probably smartened up a little bit and made sure that this wasn't a possibility but like flashback like 10 you know nine years ago was there anything more damning than rocking a second bar syndrome and that's the, the two bar syndrome is something that i think was really um I mean it wasn't invented in the Facebook group, but like it was like given a name and called out in, in that Facebook group. Like that's no, where it started. And if if you saw anyone rocking the the TBS, you knew like this guy fucking stinks. Get him away from me. So <laughs> it, it would like that be the your number one thing of what not to do if, if you want to be a flow sided out there? Yeah. Yes. Simple <laughs> simple
5: answer. <laughs> It's the the funny thing that was like out east like you guys knew that you guys had people above you probably that would shit on you if you had your helmet like that or you were able to see people being out in Kansas or I'm sure bare down in Florida where the sport was so new we had no idea like you have to remember like kids that were starting lacrosse in these areas and still do like out in Idaho I mean you're you're going in when you're like 17 and buying gear off the wall like brian beginner sticks and brian beginner shoulder pads you're like yeah hey, that's how you play the sport you just and go out and play, play. <laughs> there's no adjustment of the chin strap in the mirror there's no there's none of that
3: so you, you can because. have little socks and have tilt and i'll still respect you maybe you forgot your socks today maybe i don't know something happened and you just didn't didn't have it but if you have third bar, third bar syndrome is kind of the be I, I remember i had quality Quality style across the board, but I was still looking out of the third bar, and people thought I was trash. And I looked, <laughs> and even I'm looking at these photos like, man, like, w- w- was I trash? Like, it like I like I was trash.
0: Bob, Bob, was, was I trash? <laughs> and there, there is so
3: there is one rare
5: breed. Do you guys all still play men's league or adult league or anything? Yeah, yeah, My yeah. Buddy. There's one breed of guy that always shows up with third bar syndrome. And it's that like thirty-five to forty-year-old whose wife saw a Facebook advertisement, who's like, "You need to go get in shape." Like I bought you this shit off Craigslist, uh, <laughs> or I went to Dick's and bought this for you. Like go play. Yeah,
2: <laughs> you know exactly. It's like it's like, it's like up here. Yeah, you know exactly who I'm talking about.
0: Full well, dude, but but in the Philly area and like i'm sure that so like maybe that's that's a dent but like in the Philly like you'll get yeah some of those like 30 35 year old probably more like 35 at this point 30 year old guys who like show up looking like you know cuz like they were playing and they were wearing like like the original cascade that had like like the, the uh like just a flat chin so yeah. you know they go out they like buy a cascade S for the first time they're like oh, i never put one of these on so they look ridiculous but they come out and they're just tearing shit up they're like they're and and they they can like everyone's out there being like man like i hope you know this yeah you know, I, I i hope i get matched up on this old dude like i'm gonna take him to the cooker get a few goals feel good about myself go home tell my girlfriend i scored a few goals she's not gonna give a shit it's not gonna help our relationship at all but i'm gonna feel good about it then all of a sudden this dude gets the ball he like just runs right through you and you're like dude you look so bad why are you good right now so that's that's always a, a super disappointing thing when someone who looks worse than you is actually just way better.
3: Uh, I mean, yeah. On the helmet exactly. front, on the helmet front, bringing back to CPX, um, I actually couldn't ever wear a CPX because my head was way too big. And so I got <laughs> to Pro 7 and I was like, I, I found the light, I have swag now, but it was way more comfortable at third bar. Like absolutely, comfort wise, third bar was where it was I at. Think but,
1: back in the day, helmets were that way and you had to really put effort into it.
3: Man. I I learned I was suffering, but it was worth it. I think I have Ooh. a little flower ears as a result, but it, yeah. I, it. Right when the Pro 7 came out, people were like, how
5: the hell do you tilt this? Like, it doesn't fit on my head right. And people were like, oh, take the plastic inserts out of the back, which literally, yeah. Yeah. the helmet, so it'll drop your helmet. And if you, honestly, like, I don't know a single person that kept that bullshit in the helmet, which was the whole technology behind it, right? Yeah. Like, that was the whole technology behind it.
0: Well, like, yeah, no, fuck, fuck your brain. As long as your face looks good coming through the face oh, yeah. mask,
3: you're
5: good. That's go. why people hated us because it was all about as long as you look sick, it
3: doesn't matter. i you, a lot of discussions those days. CTE yeah. <laughs> didn't exist in 2010. So yeah, it's true. Nobody was
2: talking about CTE.
3: It didn't exist. No.
1: No. <laughs> Do you guys remember occasionally some kid would post like a transformation picture? of like a five year difference between like ultimate squid status. And then like five years later,
4: just like you look kind of sick (laughs) and it's like,
1: you really feel like a a proud parent because like it came from somewhere and the kid's probably a lot better and he's probably a lot happier. And I feel like I gave that kid his happiness, you know?
3: (laughs) I think the look good, you feel good, you play good. Moniker is absolutely what 90% did for a significant portion of the lacrosse community.
4: People that know
3: toe drags were cool or efficient, but then you put it in 90% and it was like, oh, we have to do this in games. That (laughs) changed
1: the face of of the flashy side, the style side. That's what's great about lacrosse. Lacrosse is like the swaggiest sport there is. It's like, you know, football, you could look cool, but it's like, you know, what do you got some cool (laughs) gloves on? on? I don't know. What do you got? It's (laughs) like, there's so much cool gear and like you can make it so cool. And that's why a lot of people love it. And, you know, you got to embrace it a little bit, even today.
0: Well, I, yeah. So there, I mean, there are definitely still plenty of guys who are embracing it today. Do you guys have like off the top of your head, like a top, like I'll, I'll steal the, the term that, uh, that Brett just threw out there. Do you guys have like a top one or two drip Lords like in the lacrosse scene today? Um, like thinking off the
2: top of my head, like, Ryan Drenner got to be one of them, dude.
0: Yeah, like Drenner's up there for me. I mean, like Garnsey's a kid who – Garnsey's a savage, like, and, and it's it's not even like – because like Ryder – well, he cut his hair, so like he doesn't like have that going for him right now. But it's like his overall just like playing style, like his style of play
1: is, is the North, lord. You got to give him a lot of yeah. points for doing that at Notre Dame. That's not their game, and the way he got away with it.
0: Like yeah. so, so do you guys have like a like a top one or two off the top of your head is yeah. is there anyone that you're watching right now and you're like yep like i can tell right now that that kid spent a ton of time in that facebook group because it it shows
1: it's tough man like i was thinking about it, honestly before this who in the pros is like still kind of doing this like Drenner's the one i everyone can think of and like he's wearing easy cleats and like doing you know cool shit on the drip snakes. He's dripping on the drip snakes. But <laughs> other than that, it's like, you got Ratliff, Ratliff yeah, guy. Shout out Georgia boys. He's got, he's got good hair. He's, he wears that bandana, which I'm like, yeah. It's very unswaggy, yeah, very, very unswaggy.
5: <laughs> and that was that, that the funniest part, right? So Mike and I are sitting next to each other at PLL and we're like, you know what we're really good at? Like, we're really good at shitting on cross players. So we just sat back, we just sat back. I had like a 25 ounce Miklo Ultra, watching my figure. And I just hammering on everyone out there playing like, like hammering on people uh who's the face-off guy for the chrome oh uh, connor, connor farrell, farrell. okay no so man. connor farrell you asked earlier what the difference between flow and long hair is connor farrell does not have flow he exactly
2: thank he you it. exactly
5: it looks like if i was out there running around with the fucking ball facing off seriously <laughs>
0: but just with like the flow bucket at that like a yeah yeah, flow just,
5: like, yeah he has down to his shoulders and that's fine like that's his style but no, I mean we were just cracking up. And like, yeah, Ratliff is sick. Ratcliffe, Ratliff.
2: Ratliff. Ratliff.
5: He's sick. He's good. You take that bandana off. If he would post a picture with him of that bandana on in the group back in the day, he would get absolutely <laughs> destroyed. Destroyed. And it turns out he's like one of the biggest pioneers of the sport moving forward right now. Like, great guy, engages the fans, insane lacrosse, but he would get absolutely trashed in the floor group.
2: No, he definitely won. I actually just found a uh, one from a, a relic, and this is it. Christian Cuccinello posted oh, he's in my, a. Group. He's my boy, Matt yeah. Downley.
1: Well, shout out.
2: Yeah, so I, there's <laughs> a, is a Christian Cuccinello that. was in there. I was, yeah. I was just, and yeah, maybe, he, and this is a picture of him playing. I don't think it's a picture of him. I think he posted somebody else because he, it's a picture of a pole. Can um, you like pulled it up to the? Camera for me?
1: Is it back in the Mountain Lakes days? That's my brother.
3: Oh, I was yeah. just your right? brother? I was like, yeah. what the
1: yeah. fuck?
3: Yeah,
1: my younger brother <laughs> so, yeah. lived it hard. He lived that life hard.
2: Okay. <laughs> so, uh, so, but Christian Cuccinello was a fan of your brother before your brother saw him play in the PLL. So, <laughs> who's really winning here? Yeah,
1: you it's true. Back, you Christian, he's a big old meatball from Jersey and he's made a career out of it. He's a, he's a great guy. Yeah, thanks for the free tickets, bro. Yeah. Gave <laughs> us 20 20- <laughs> Gave us twenty free tickets because no one else wanted to go.
5: <laughs> um, do, you, do you guys remember? Um, do you guys remember when Rabel was super into flow? Do you, do you remember that? Like, dude, well, he, that was
0: like the like the Red Bull helmet days. So like, yeah, dude, I, like, there's the picture of him uh, like in oh the suit God. in front of the the bank vault. Um, there's the one of him with with the Red Bull Red helmet Bull hat. at Red Bull. Oh yeah, the Red Bull hat at Red Bull Stadium. Yeah, do uh, you
1: remember the Maverick commercial that he did?
4: When you Steve bring it
1: bring it up right now, uh, I before and after practice that one. It's when he the the defender's picking up the ground ball and he comes in and wrecks him. Uh, yeah, I do actually, I yeah. Do. Yeah. So I, I was that defender. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
5: actually, that was back when Dude, I was. Doing do you weird do have you Do have you on. have
1: an IMDb page? I should. I should. <laughs> but the, the reason I got that is because my friends we're friends with the guys at Maverick and they're like, ah, oh, we need like the token D guy to like get run over by Paul Rabel and all this shit. Like, well, I, I got a friend. He's got sick flow. and like, <laughs> he's not bad at lacrosse to get him on. And that's, that's how I got it. It's honestly. You learned that correctly
3: though. It was like, oh he has sick flow. And he also is, isn't that
4: bad. <laughs> yeah. He's like, he's pretty.
1: Man. And like we, you know, it was Christmas was one of the commercials and stuff. And like, they had these phantom cameras and like, It was done really well, so we actually had to go full speed. So, like, we were doing full one-on-ones, and, like, the hit was not fake. (laughs) (laughs) And we did do it a number of times in a row. They're like, "Yeah, you just walk over there, and he's going to wreck you. How about you do that a couple times?
0: Did you try to, like, you tried to rustigate him or anything? Try to take the ball away? A little little CTO?
1: Rabel, he's he's very good. I'm going to give him that. Couldn't get very close. Christmas, I helicoptered him one time, and he was pissed. (laughs) Got, (laughs) Got lucky he did not like it.
5: Yeah. The, you're going to look back like guys that know about Paul Rabel in that period of his life, like trying to figure out a brand, trying to figure out like a niche to fall into. He used to introduce himself as PR 99 to people like that that's documented. <laughs> and he probably was with a brand manager. was like, yeah, that's how you need to build it. I think he was doing a bunch of like, he was like a spokesman for TRX, the yellow workout band stuff too, for a little bit. And the fact now that he's like, He's got Churning Group in on the PLL. He's he's generating you know an absurd amount of. Co- I mean it's it's a it's a it's for sure a modern day glow up for the 90 percent of the wax and the flow people.
3: Well, ninety percent kind of had its like shooting star moment and burnt out. I mean he was lacrosse's first million dollar man. And like as much as I'm not on board with that necessarily, good for him, man. That's awesome like
1: He had good flow for a long Rabel, time.
5: Rabel Rabel was a. We did a flow contest on Bro Bible that I won, obviously, because my hair was fucking
0: absurd. Rabel was the judge. That sounds. That sounds a little, Oh, okay. I was gonna say it sounded was a little
3: rigged, but
0: no,
5: I was. I wasn't an admin at the time. I was just a, a troll, and he was just a
1: power poster yeah, at the time. Power poster. <laughs> we all are heart you know, power poster. Do you remember when Rabel? was wearing those knockoff 90% shirts at one point, those neon green ones or neon yellow, whatever it was, 90%. Yeah, I do. Or whatever. When those came yeah, out, yeah, yeah. I was pissed because <laughs> I was like, you fucking blatantly ripped that off. It was Lacrosse Unlimited. Yeah, They are like, you know, they're, they are who they are. They make a million shirts. They hand them out. Funny thing is my brother went to school with the guy who owns its son and now they're best friends. And like, I was at that guy's house not too long ago, the owner of Lacrosse Unlimited. And we're like, we're friends. But I'm also like, you kind of fucked me when I was like a teenager, like <laughs> that was kind of not that cool. Yeah,
0: hey, hey, man, you uh, you got Venmo, you you owe me from some shirt money back in two thousand.
1: Like, you got a, you got a pretty nice house here. I think you owe me something.
5: Yeah, it's funny too to go off that shirt. Like Lacrosse Unlimited put out. I'm pretty sure they put out Flo Society. I don't know the whole history behind it, but Flo Society came out with yep. all the Zerg like Pac Man shorts and all that bullshit. And we were just like everyone thought that we were producing that content more or less me because I was building those absurd jerseys that were actually for the group. But yeah, no, like we never—it was never our intention to create
3: something as douchey as that. <laughs> That's a kind of weird rabbit hole, man. Like LaCrosse took like a weird left turn for a short period there that I think everyone got a little concerned about. I thought we were all. <laughs> to work the court, I think that you, I got back on track.
0: You can probably pinpoint that weird left turn like right around the time to- like like the lxm tour like once like that yeah. was the thing where it was like like the lxm like because that was the thing like when the pll was announced people were like oh man here it comes just another lxm tour the lxm tour was more like it was basically lacrosse players didn't want to be lacrosse players they just wanted to like go around to like festivals and like chill and then like yeah. maybe play a little bit of lacrosse on the side like that's that right there was like where the flow culture like really took over the sports so like LXM tour. Like I'm thinking about like, like the LA riptide, like those jerseys and everything like, first off classic jerseys. Like if I need to get on eBay right now, try to get my hands on one. Cause they look so good. But right. Cool, right, around, right around that time period was when like lacrosse was at the point where it's like, what, what the hell's people like other sports are probably like looking over being like, are these guys like all fucked up on drugs right now like what is going on
5: yeah shout out kyle harrison great guy met him <laughs> once or twice um
0: but like no the
5: lxm tour was so odd it's like yeah we're gonna be a traveling league up california and we're just gonna play lacrosse and then have like uh owl city do a concert
1: at night <laughs> and that's what's gonna draw the fans. it's like man there was like, have to, yeah, it, it was like the best kid on your high school team who went and played D3 so he could still make it to all the fish shows, you know? It's yeah, like, they're yeah. real good, but it's not the priority.
5: Yeah. I'd never understood the Alex M tour, and I still don't really. It, I never. It's funny for me. I never thought about the PLL even being compared to that. I,
1: I actually <laughs> kind of thought the PLL. I was scared when I heard the PLL was He's doing, doing the or no city thing. I was like, that's – I don't know about that. And it's, it's turned out pretty sweet way cooler than I thought it would be, and it seems to be working. So I'm glad they didn't go the same route. Definitely yeah. better than
3: I expected, and the tone was definitely set with LXM. That, that kind of set the tone for any new leagues going forward. Like, just yeah. don't don't end up like that. <laughs> <laughs> if you're going to, just don't.
0: <laughs> well, I'll well, tell then- you, I, I feel like, though, the reason why the PLL is doing so well, that because, like, we already talked about this a little bit. It's because, like like, Paul – he's he's just a he's a former like lax rat he's more business and professional now but he's a former lax rat he was a former flow god like so it started with the brain of a guy who had lived that life and like you said like a like a modern day glow up so it's like he still has that flow in his dna but now he's just like professional about it so he can like take like all the cool things about the pll or the lxm tour be like, Hey, like that stuff was like pretty sweet. Like, like being like pretty like prioritizing like fashion and style, that shit was pretty sweet. But like, maybe, maybe it will grow up a little bit here and like get some like actual business people involved so that this thing doesn't flame out in one summer.
5: Yeah. I mean, there's a reason the league So has been in my, in my eyes successful. Um, It's not because of him. It's because of the team that's around him. He's the face of it, but all great organizations have absurdly smart people and engaging people behind them. Like, is it RJ Kaminsky? Is that the influencer guy? Is that yeah? He's, the, he's hey. the
2: social media like face of it.
5: Dude, that that he was interviewing little kids the whole time, and I was we were talking to two Gettysburg guys that were with us that were full guys that yeah. didn't even know about the league that Mike invited.
1: They they were around when it all kind of yeah. formed at Gettysburg, and we told them we were doing this this week, and they fucking were dying laughing. <laughs> yeah. was like you got to be shit. <laughs> Yeah, anyone care about that? Know.
3: But but to the point,
5: I was like, yeah, like what you guys don't understand is all these kids have phones now that have POL content on it, and all they have to do is swipe up to buy something. That's all they have to do. I mean, it's they What they're doing, it it's it's right for the sport. People hate on it, but I mean, it's.
1: And what's super cool about lacrosse is we're sitting in the stands and we're watching <laughs> Archer's Chrome, and out of nowhere, Trevor Baptiste walks by us and sits with like six girls who. I don't know. Maybe might you knew. have been. Maybe you knew.
5: Maybe you didn't. Might have know. been
1: 19. Yeah. But that's for a different podcast. But, but like, <laughs> he's just hanging out in the stands, and like little kids are coming over getting pictures and autographs, and it's like he was just the captain of the All Star game. It's like, at what sport can you just be like, you know, walking around the stands? i like, oh, there's Tom Brady. Who want to go like say hi? It's like, nah, can't really do that. So here's like the uh, here's kind of my PLL story. So
5: like, I'm a buying beers, big beer guy and i get back to the seats mike's like yeah he's just like right down by us. that piece is
1: wearing the speed shades at all times speed shades
5: with add-on with speed shades right yes.
1: he's rocking them
5: and like first of all i want to make this very clear like anyone that's in the lacrosse game i respect i love i don't care but i am a troll at heart so i mike's like you got to go get some content for the podcast like you just have to go there and say something like, all right <laughs> So I like my 30 pounds. I'm not a small guy. So I like I kind of waddle over, sit right by him as he's talking to these girls. And there's this dude sitting in between. I'm like, I don't even know who this guy is. And I go Baptiste. <laughs> and he looks at me I'm like, what do you think about flow? And he like turns and looks at me with these ridiculous sunglasses. Like, uh, uh, Baptiste isn't a flow guy, man. He didn't he didn't grow up on during 90 percent of life. He kind of, he's a jersey guy he kind of did but you know but he and he goes he goes uh I like it but I can't grow it and I go and I go that's it and he goes yeah
4: I'm like all right it's
2: like big gulps eh all right
5: see you later that's when I really knew I'm that far out of the content game that I can't even interview the are honestly the most like the most I would say I would say the best player in the in in terms of the growth of the sport right now. And then we're sitting there, and mind you, I had like a huge Mikkel Bolger, like the 25-ounce banger
0: one. Yeah, I'm watching your face. It's not a big deal.
5: Yeah, as I'm trying to talk to this guy. And I that's sit back great. down and I look over, I'm like, oh, that's Blaze Reardon sitting right next to him. So <laughs> as,
3: I'm talking, as I'm talking to Trevor Baptiste, I'm
5: leaning over, literally leaning over. Uh, and I don't know if you've ever seen Blaze Reardon before. Pretty big guy. Yes. Off, off the field, he looks like your dad. Off the field, we are like, dude, he looks like – I mean, he looks like my dad. It's like <laughs> – Honestly, probably involved in the most, in my opinion, the best and most viral lacrosse clip in the last 10 years. His 360 spin on Connor Busick at Albany to top shelf where Mama hides the cookies. Like, that's absurd. I mean, the fact that I didn't even recognize this guy was just like, all
1: right, Wilson, you've been out of the game for way too long, man. Time to shut it down. Like, get back to what you're good at. (laughs) Beauty of the game. If anyone pointed at that guy in the street and he said, you know, That's a professional athlete. You'd be like, "Oh, you're fucking lying to me." (laughs) You say that about Matt Rambo. Fucking love Rambo. The guy doesn't look like he's played a sport in his life, but he's amazing. (laughs) Great, unreal. Great bar fighter. Chris Cluche.
2: Chris Cluche. We had we had Hartzell uh, on the on the podcast a while ago, and Hartzell said he just broke a stick over Cluche the other day. He was (laughs) like, "Yeah, he just he was running through the middle, and I just broke a stick over him like that." I. If Kyle Hartzell broke a fucking stick over me, I think I'd just hang it up. But Cluech is out there, just, just taking them, yeah. just, just taking it's them. Not a the big thing. deal. You,
1: you got Hartzell and Rabel out there who could be like on any NFL team if they wanted to, probably. Yeah. Then you got someone's dad out there too who's just as good. Just be good, you know. It's it's a game for everyone. That's why it's great. So Jordy and
5: uh, Jake, let me ask you this: So the PLL is trying to get away from the bro culture and kind of the frat star appearance. They sign a deal with who did they sign at vineyard vines what do you guys think about that uh so, we, so we, we actually yeah
0: we discussed this last episode maybe um so when you guys said that you listened to the episode you're my I I, I, you know, I, I I didn't no I didn't. But it was it was like we mentioned it for like 15 seconds oh, um God. i I, did, I said like cuz my whole thing is like there there are certain aspects of the laxbro culture that i'm totally okay with moving on from i mentioned them before like the ridiculous colors colored socks in general argyle shorts um and like maybe even like you know no those are the three things that everything else can say but like so that's the thing like like I i don't know if they're if they're like actively trying to get rid of that culture as much as like people on the internet are like Oh, like we don't like stop perpetuating the lax bro stereotype. Like that's why lacrosse is never going to be taken serious. It's like, no, like shut the fuck up. You don't know anything at all. Like you're just bitching probably cause you have shitty hair. So yeah, sure. my take on like vineyard vines is dude, the shirts that they put out look sweet. I would mm-hmm. buy them right now. And like, if, if, if I had it in my cart right now, I would hit confirm purchase. So it's a good looking shirt and like, you shouldn't hate on people for wanting to have good style. So if like, mm-hmm. You know, and some people might, oh, it's Laxbro style. Well, it's like, all right, like, yeah, like it's, sweet, it's sweet bird It's
4: a business, sweet, it's a business. It's
0: saying that we look good. And like that, like that's what you, that's how you zing us. Hey, you guys have good style, fucking lax bros. It's like, all right, thanks, I guess. Like, have
1: you ever been to the Northeast? People are wearing vineyard vines. You might as well throw some lacrosse on there, and they'll buy that too. Right?
2: Yeah, that was that was my thing. That was my thing. And and Bear, I know when you you probably moved up to Avon, they gave you like a whole like vineyard vines just kit. Like they just kitted you out in vineyard vines. I'm sure they did. Like <laughs> laser. laser. Oh yeah. They gave, they gave you all that shit. I'm I'm sure, I'm sure they did, you know, Um, as far as, yeah, definitely. Like the, as far, as far as the vineyard vines thing goes for me, at least um, I get it. Like it seems like a very obvious choice to me to pick like a vineyard vines or something like that. Uh, I think that, yeah, but like, I think that this like lacrosse culture never really asked vineyard vines to be part of their culture Vineyard Vines was just always kind of there. So people associate it with it. Uh, I have a counter on that one. Okay. Oh.
3: So,
0: <laughs> Embrace so, the bait.
3: Whether that Whether that was the course of events or not, we did have a fall ball team down in South Florida. Uh, we were called the Boca Whalers. We had a Vineyard Vines whale. Oh, God. We had a <laughs> Whalers thing in the back with like Vineyard Vines print across it. Yikes. We had athletic shorts that were seersucker with. The Vineyard Vines like lacrosse uh, sticks like, across them, right? And then our alternate shorts were a pair of athletic shorts that looked like khakis with printed. <laughs> and everything. Right. So they did definitely try and be part of us, but we definitely embraced them, I think, pretty heavily, at least in the South Florida scene.
0: So, what I'm going to need you to do right now is get on the Sideline Swap, put a pair of those shorts on there, and uh, I,
3: that'll That's be cash.
0: Yeah.
2: That's absolutely <laughs> cash.
3: Fair, or uh, false? True or false? Fair, true or false. Uh, I still wear the cotton ones all the time. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> awesome.
2: There's just some. There's just some stuff that you can't get away from. Like you like. Wow, these shorts are quality. I'm gonna wear them for the rest of my life, and that's telling. To like you know, still rocking Vineyard Vines. Like it just, it's not going out of style. So you know, these fathers of three and these kids in high school who like have the most to say on the fucking internet can they just don't get it when it comes to you know, a, a brand. Like, who fucking cares if Vineyard Vines wants to sponsor the PLL with some shit? Like, I, like it's a
1: it's, it's location, too. It's, you know, a rich white people wear Vineyard Vines, rich white people play lacrosse. No one's going to debate either of those facts, I don't think. But it's like, my girlfriend's from Louisiana, not a lot of lacrosse in Louisiana. And we actually went by a Vineyard Vine store the other day. And she's like, what the fuck is this? She's like, never. <laughs> never seen that style in her whole life because it's was not a thing other places you know it's but they know their audience you know sell their shit can't can't knock it
2: it's the same know. thing as like you know the NBA you know everybody's all like oh I, I can't watch the NBA it's just it's great you know they, they don't take anything seriously in the game about you know shut the fuck up you know it's a business <laughs> it's a business you know and, and at its core it's a business and for, uh, for the fans to enjoy it needs to sustain itself so going into the future, they have to make solid business partnerships. Uh, speaking of partnership and losing partnership, How
3: about that? Paul. Yeah. I, I Paul. Was, you can't stop that draw line, but it looks like New Balance did. Uh,
2: exactly. So like there's an issue there. What, what do we think about New Balance pulling that from Paul? That's uh, kind of a bitch move, right?
1: That's, uh, you know that's isn't that's how sports work you're sponsored by one guy and you wear the league that you're playing and it's like what it is what it is how's new balance gonna hate on having their shit on the biggest name in the game
5: jordy isn't there or jake you might know this as well you guys might know this isn't there some or is that reebok the guy that originally started the MLL didn't he have a bunch of equity in Reebok as well? No, he's the New, New Balance Balance
4: or, yeah, he's yeah. the New Balance guy. He's the New Balance guy.
0: Yeah, so the New Balance guy. I think it's Jim Davis who isn't that the same guy who wrote Garfield. Anyway, so Jim Davis. So he <laughs> had like, yeah, well, like so, so like New Balance and Warrior. They like owned the MLL. So this guy he he had four teams in the MLL. Yeah. So it just got you know this past year, he got rid of three of them, like three of them sure. folded. So it just has the one. The the rumble is like. New Balance is, like, trying to get out of lacrosse anyway. So, like, they might, like, so I I don't know. if Yeah. I'm I'm not going to say, like, too many things because I don't know if, like, there's any, like, fucking lawyers that I would need to talk to after that. But, like, what I'm saying, though, is so, like, I, I get that, you know, they, like, Warrior New Balance was so heavily involved in the MLL. I can understand being upset that then Rabel leaves, starts his own league, and then has Adidas being the main, like, uniform outfitter and shit like that. I can understand why you'd be a little butthurt about that. With that being said, to come out, like, I, I get why you'd be angry, but to come out and be like, hey, we're going to drop this guy's contract because he was wearing an Adidas uniform because Adidas does the uniforms, for, it just looked so bad for them. And I think that, that was like the biggest thing where, like, I, I can understand the gripe, but you should probably just be like, ah shit well you know like we missed an opportunity there for not being able to keep paul around at least we still have the biggest name in the game wearing our shit
4: yeah Instead,
0: they just got super petty about it and i don't think that there was like anyone so like again i don't know exactly when this episode will air so like this might be like a little bit of old news at this point and people will probably be like sick of hearing about it at the time mm-hmm. but it's just like you you guys got spurned, whatever. But like, you went out and you got so fucking petty about it, and now no one is on your side.
5: Well, it's like the whole idea. I think of like you know J.R. Smith, right? Jr. Swish. When he the wore the fucking that- king. When he, <laughs> thank you. When he wore, when he wore. Do you remember when in uh, warmups when he was with Cleveland, he wore this Supreme shooting sleeve?
0: Well, then yeah. he then he got a Supreme tattoo. Viral yeah, got
5: tatted that
0: picture. That picture
5: and that post went absurdly viral. The NBA walked out and was like, yo, you can't wear that, man. Like, no way. It's like, that promoted the NBA. Yeah, it didn't promote an NBA brand, but it just blew up. And for people, I don't know, I also don't really have a ton of legitimacy behind what I'm saying. But I have to assume that Rabel tried to bring New Balance in. Or at least, you know, there had to have been some type of conversation. The article (laughs) I read
1: said he gave him a shot. Yeah. But, like, (laughs) you can understand why the MLL is mad. It's like, have you guys talked about the MLL this year? Probably not. Because no one knows what the fuck's going on in the MLL (laughs) because no one plays in it anymore. It's like, it's, yeah. they took all the best guys. I'm it's, ready you know. for,
5: yeah, I'm ready for Lyle Thompson and Rob Pinnell to come to the PLL and actually be like promoted correctly and show actually absurd clips of what they're doing as opposed to guys like Bear and me out there trying to play defense on Lyle Thompson.
2: What <laughs> so Well, maybe Bear has some, uh, has some eligible, you know, maybe, maybe Bear's in the player pool for the MLL still, you know, we could see him taking a comeback since he's, you know, younger than all of us. Like, you know, Bear, like that Bear, would be fucking sweet to see. <laughs> Uh, the announcers say, oh, and here comes uh, rookie Bear Brink, and everybody's like, that's not real. Not a real name, dude. They're like, they're like who is this? <laughs> uh, yeah, did
3: they have an open tryout a
2: couple weeks ago? Was
1: that yeah, right? they have open tryouts all, all over the place. They're like begging. I my, name, I my name in the pool. I might be 32 yeah. years old, but I'm like, you know, the outlaws are probably hurting right now. And, uh, <laughs> I'm already here. They don't have to fly me anymore. John Grant Jr. is like 60. Yeah. They didn't call me, though, so you know if they want to call me. Well, I'm did you like let
0: them know that you were an admin of 90% of Laxes in the flow? They didn't, they
1: didn't have a box for that in the form.
3: So like I should, probably should have. I should well, have no. comments section.
2: I'm pretty sure at the bottom it says lacrosse related accolades. Oh, so
3: I'm pretty sure at the bottom of that application I've never looked at before. So, <laughs> no, yeah. not a bit in my life.
2: I think
5: you're right though,
1: and I fucked that up. Yeah,
5: you're right. Mike's pissed that he spent 20 bucks to submit his uh his application and didn't get a call back. <laughs>
0: And then and then has like all your like personal information accidentally like leaked out there.
4: Yeah, that, that's a uh,
5: that's a tough look for a
2: Mountain Lakes kid.
5: That that's what I basically have come up with. From
2: it's uh, true. you're really not doing the, the alma mater very much, you know. I wasn't that good. I was an average white
1: kid who played lacrosse, and that gets you into college, you know? At least <laughs> it did. Back in the day, I was somewhat athletic and I like tried kind of hard and you know, I was there and it was cool and it was fun, but I was, I'm no athlete. That's for sure.
0: <laughs> uh, Well, Hey boys, I, I know you guys, you guys have your, your, your regular lives going on these days. So we don't want to keep you for too long. I have one more question. I'm sure that Jake has a few more that he can fire off after this, but you know, when I'm looking back at the peak of, of just the the wild West of the Laxbro days, you know, <laughs> The names and and the companies, if you the brands that stick out the most to me, you've got Conbro Chill, you got ninety percent of lax in the flow, and then you've also got the Ultimate Lax Bro. So like,
4: uh,
0: if you, if gotta, you
1: guys, gotta, boy, you gotta boy, like, bro, you got to give him a little credit. Shout Probably. out Ultimate Laxbro we Trinity guy, right? No, he's uh so he started at I believe this is true. He started at Gettysburg, then went to St. Louis.
0: Yeah, he went to he went to Slu. And then, okay. dude, I've, I've tried a few times to get him onto the podcast. We've, we've gotten like, I I've gotten like in contact with a friend. I can never get to actually him. Um, I, I think that like pain. I, I, yeah. I, th- I think that he's, uh, he's at a point in his life where, where he's maybe trying to put the ultimate lax days away. I'm still going to try to get him. So if you're listening yeah. to this episode right now and you know, the ultimate lax if if you know Branford Wisworth, get us in contact. <laughs> but the question I was gonna ask, so like those three entities, Combro Chill, the Facebook group, and Ultimate Laxbro, like where where do you see the hierarchy in terms of like really pushing the culture forward
3: and like giving it life? With respect, Combo Chill's last.
1: And then <laughs> <laughs> we, can, uh, we can move up from there. I, I love Combro <laughs> Chill. He did he did his own thing. Exactly. Was- With respect. We're- Really fucking weird, but he's keeping true to himself, like Mikey Powell. You know, he did a lot of weird shit too, and that, that was good. So give him credit for that. He, he wasn't being like a weirdo jock about everything. He's, you know, doing his thing. But I mean, we got to be on top, right? Obviously. Yeah, I don't, I don't
4: think <laughs>
5: there there was one other social media, if you want to call it, presence, and that was the forum section of the Warrior website. So you used to be able to like post stuff, kind of, or like stuff, or do something on the Warrior website that would give you a bigger page on this one form link. And I actually met the kid. I met this kid that was my roommate at Top Two Hundred Five. That was like the number one Warrior poster and had the most points. Jordy, you
0: know what I'm talking about? <laughs> no, and like I fancy myself as a as a pretty large yeah, lax rat. Like, that's and me. I've never even heard of.
1: Either it, so, I'm, you can, we're not sure this
4: is real. No,
5: it's real. I promise you, it's real. I'll try to find a screenshot and send it to you guys. But like, you used to be able to go on there and get points for shit, and it would give you more space on this one page. It was absurd. But yeah, I mean, there's no, there's no other platform at the time that was promoting the sport and getting sticks in kids' hands and keeping it in their hands more than what what the uh, Gettysburg guys were doing. And then Baron is just weirdo.
1: I mean, do you remember Inside the cross the write up we had in there? I, I still have that one in my room. a frame it one of these days. Yeah,
4: but yeah, you know, definitely. It, yeah,
0: yeah. No, I, I, I agree. I agree with that lineup. By the way, I'm not just saying that because you guys are like, like people probably know the name, like if if you like, you're talking to someone that doesn't know shit about lacrosse, but but you say the name Brantford Winstonworth to you, like they probably seen the YouTube video. That no, was viral. I
4: like, viral. Went viral. I'm viral. I'm really yeah.
0: Exactly. But but like, that was like a, a one thing. So like people just know brand for what, but in terms of just keeping it going for, for years and, and really just churning out again, some pretty career changing style changes that have, uh, you know, really pivoted guys into some real big time success. That's, that's a Facebook group right there. So the work that you guys did in the early internet days where you couldn't really get shit done on the early internet and, and you guys fucking crushed that.
5: Yeah, to get people to engage in content back in the day, I mean, it was hard, and I guess all it took was people to understand that having good hair and socks that went above your ankles was cool.
3: I mean, that—that's
5: the whole premise of it. You post a photo, people tell you how you look stupid, and then you fix it. I mean, it's
1: <laughs>
2: instant feedback. I mean, yeah. when not you want that in all aspects
1: of your life? Kind of.
2: <laughs> no, I think you. I think you definitely would, and I. I think what. What. What I. You know, I took away from that group and still do is the the timeless nature of all of it. Like just like the flow, flow is timeless, right? Having socks above your ankles, timeless. Having you know, nice. Now here's here. You know, I'll I'll leave you guys with this question because there is absolutely a a new trend developing. And bear, I mean, bear has nice thighs. He's a big boy. He he could probably be on this be, be on this trend, but it's the shorter shorts. How do we feel about that? I know 10 years ago, it absolutely would just get trashed in the group, but I
1: think I'm going to shout out Connor DeSimone, the uh, Midi at Hopkins. He was, he's a friend of my brother's. He played, what was it? The Under Armour All-American game two years ago, three years ago. He was the MVP. He, he was wearing short shorts and he was like one of the first guys to do it. And after that, Fucking everyone was doing it <laughs> i'm i'm all right with it i'm gonna say it's all right if you got nice legs you know what the hell as a guy who's known for his thighs and calves like calf
5: calf award is what people quad father saquon barkley of Denver. <laughs> um yeah short short man they always have been but i mean again it was like the whole thought of the flow process originally it was just your hair it's like well you can have short shorts and good legs but If you don't have the hair to match, the tilt to match, the stick to match, all that doesn't matter.
3: No, totally in on short shorts. (laughs) I'm a big girth guy, but I'm not sure uh, how into the
1: into the short short.
3: I mean, it's like it's there's a nice fine line. It's like that two or three
1: inches above the knee. It's like a like a seven inch inseam, right? Is that what is that what? uh,
2: Those are looking good. Those are looking good, Brett. A lot of cycling.
4: (laughs) Yeah.
2: <laughs> and i know you i know you got them on the nike midcalfs you know at work because you know in case anybody wants to get dunked on or fucking crossed up like i know you got them it's all it's about like, run, it's all about running from the cops man and
0: this <laughs> is a podcast by the way so like everyone listening right now didn't see what just happened but brett <laughs> decided to pull up his leg and show off the calves and quads so um <laughs> brett the meeting was, too. A yeah so like an audio representation of
1: that, they were just it was just magnificent. That's that's all I can really say. Well, no one's going to like everyone knows mid calves make your calves look better, right? It's really? you know push up <laughs> push up bra for guys. And if you got nice quads, you got to shorten the shorts a little bit to make those
2: look good too. Nobody nobody's debating that. That's straight facts. Yeah, yeah.
0: That's as a as a shorter guy being able to now roll up the shorts a little bit higher than than like Cause like back in like 2008, it's like no, like that shit has to be like like at the knee minimum. Um, So like now though, being able to hike them up a little bit makes my legs look a little longer, which makes me as short. So it's uh, I, I feel like the lacrosse style, like the the trend today, probably suits me a little bit better as a shorter. Like being just being a short guy with. Super long shorts, and then the the mid calves pulled up, so like I only have like like two inches of leg showing. Um, kind of makes you look a little squatty once you get that flow going as well. So I'm personally pretty happy with the with the way that the the style has trended. Um, but it's always important
1: to remember the classics. It's just like the hair. It's a fine line between too long and not. It's shorts are too short or not. You know, just. yeah, yes, like we
0: don't we don't need to see the tip of your dick coming out the one side. Like you're, you're, no <laughs> one wants to see
1: you shirt dicking out there, and like it doesn't look like you're wearing shorts at all. You know. You You have the old
3: school.
2: You know, uh, I I totally agree. and you know we've kind of and maybe it was just because you know everybody's got a big mouth, but we've kind of dominated Bear over this time. So Bear, this is your opportunity for some closing remarks. Uh, you know, your, your voice is a voice of radio. I must say it's just, is so much more incredibly deep than all of ours. So like, you're just an enigma when it comes to everything, the name, you know, the, the athleticism, you know, the, the voice. So just, you know, this is your chance for, for some closing remarks and, you know, whatever you have to say about the group and, you know, lacrosse in general, shout yourself out. Who gives a fuck?
3: Shout <laughs> out there, break four. Um, so <laughs> No, I definitely uh I've, I've been pretty separated from the game for a while now. I've been like I don't know, probably haven't played in like four, three or four years at this point. Um, but nothing really to close on. I think coming back to that one question, do I have a top player in the PLL right now? Who's like embracing at least the pillars, maybe not the hair game, but like the pillars of ninety percent, the swagger, the style, the uh, I don't know, the the kid's filthy, Sergio Salcedo man. I think that kid is absolutely that kid's got the hot sauce that yeah he's, a, he's definitely
0: dripping. He's it's probably like a lot of like olive oil dripping off but he's dripping for sure my italian brother <laughs> uh well hey boys listen we really uh, we appreciate you coming on um i mean this is just an incredible trip down memory lane and and it's like i'm I'm so glad it looks like it's like a, a newer version of the um of of the of the group right now on there like i I, maybe you guys went to like a uh because i can't see like everything that was there but the fact that um you know we you guys are still just kicking around watching some lacrosse and still being able to shit on guys ruthlessly like it's the comment section of the pictures it's just fucking incredible um so we really appreciate you coming on with that being said i am still uh, pretty pissed and will still hold this grudge for the fact that I definitely got kicked out of the group at least once or twice. So still a little bit upset about that, but I think that we have some things out here on this podcast. So great to see the boys are doing well.
4: It's
1: very on brand for Philadelphia people. So you shouldn't be that mad. Yeah. Badge of honor. <laughs> maybe, maybe I think that might be the other reason why it was so big. Lacrosse is an East coast sport. East coasters are dicks. They like to shit on people. You know? <laughs> and, yeah,
4: they yeah. Like,
2: to throw, like to throw batteries and shit like that, right, Jordy?
1: Yeah, it's uh
0: all right. So we probably should have cut this one already before we started cutting off Billy again. All right, boys, we'll be good. And uh, listen, we'll we'll have to do it again. Maybe we'll get some uh end of the year PLL flow awards or something. Yeah,
5: if you guys if you guys want to send us pictures and tell us to shit on them and rate them, <laughs> we'll come on and we'll come on and rate them for you as like a quick five minute thing at the end. So I want
4: to do
3: it. <laughs> in our <laughs> professional opinions, you know? <laughs> All right, boys, we'll talk to you. Hey, thanks. So much.
0: All right, and that is going to wrap up this week's episode of The Crease Dive. Uh, Again, you know, it's a bye week in the PLL. We kind of touched on the Paul Rabel New Balance thing during the interview. So there's not really a ton of other things that are going on in the lacrosse world right now. So that's, you know, we basically got around to all of it. So uh, enjoy the bye week. Make sure to follow us on all social platforms. So Twitter and Instagram, that is at The Crease Dive. Uh, Do us a favor. Like leave some reviews in in the the iTunes uh, fucking podcast section whatever whatever the hell it is like I we don't ask much from you guys but I guess like reviews and and like maybe like unsubscribe resubscribe I guess that shit kind of like helps us in uh, in terms of ratings or whatever so you know if you're bored this weekend because there's no PLL to watch just you know drop a little review drop a rating uh, it's it's not gonna take up too much of your time so. Uh, yeah, and while you're doing that, just make sure you are keeping it low to high to the day we die.
4: Yeah. Cool! If you came to my party! It'd
5: be cool! If you came to my party! Come on! Penny, I got nickels on my mind four quarters looking pretty but a dollar's looking fine Somebody's looking streepy don't they see my parties hopping and a banana fan and popping
1: everybody knows that I live like a king private golf lessons from the VJC.
0: spent all my scrilla on the sarsaparilla they call me king kong i I'm the party gorilla come to
1: my